depression is a motherfucker. You have options. Should you or a loved one need any mental health support, please check out National Alliance of Mental Illness, otherwise known as NAMI, at NAMI.org. Or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-NAMI. This is Doug Porter of the Ectopod and Nowhere California Podcasts. You are not alone. Do you like what's going on? Then vote. If you don't like what's going on, then fucking vote. Get out, get informed, and vote. Great place to start is nerdsvote.com. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast players. And if you can, please leave us a ranking and review. Also, if you like our ideas but hate our voices, you can get your Nowhere, California fix at nowherecalifornia.com. And if you want to share your random thoughts or other bullshit, you can message us at facebook.com slash nowhere California or nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com. Remember to listen irresponsibly, my friends. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. This is Josh. This is Doug. And welcome to Nowhere, California, social distancing at its finest. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, this whole situation makes me laugh in the context of like, you would think that you and I being best friends and have been best friends for 16 years, and we've probably had numerous, numerous phone conversations with each other. Oh, yeah. I don't even think we've talked on the phone more than 20 times in our entire friendship. We're a texting friendship. That is so true. And this so, is- yeah, if we talk, we talk in person. Like, this is so weird to be, like, hearing you in my ear. I'm like, this is odd. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, it is, because with everything going on, like, uh, before this episode, everybody's going to hear the social distancing all-star episode of me and Nick, me on one side of my room, and Nick in my closet. Just can't keep Nick out of my closet for some reason. <laughs> Nick just keeps, like, getting it in the closet. Mom, Nick's in my closet again. <laughs> good old oh my god i haven't seen that episode of south park for so long oh, now i kind of want to watch it yeah. <laughs> so I, my closet <laughs> well i think i think you know we don't want to necessarily bury the lead too much in in the joke of having to you know record this way but i think i think it should be pointed out though that that this whole thing that we like zoom or skype or whatever you know have really kind of provided us the ability like as a country to still connect with the people like i know a lot of businesses are using this but like oh, this yeah, is everybody a resource is. for podcasts too well oh, i know like, yeah a lot of uh the local podcasts in our area like are like digest uh nerds with attitude uh pastrami nation they're they're utilizing zoom a lot that's where i first heard about zoom but as as the days progressed into weeks which feel a lot longer Zoom became like the go-to. Like we we're just joking off mic. Like, does Zoom have their hands in this virus a little bit? Because you've never right. heard about Zoom until now. Did did the Zoom CEO shove the bat into that guy's mouth in Wuhan? Like, is yeah. that what happened? I don't know, but it from the start of it and checking in on everything, like this is a pretty decent system. There's still some bugs and stuff to figure out and we're as always with nowhere california we're learning trial by fire yeah it's more of a kind of just learn as you go you know kind of thing and you know that's i mean that's kind of that's kind of how we all 
you know, in our group kind of learn is just kind of like, well, just fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. You know, like if, if we run into a bug, we'll start over again, you know, and which we already did once. (laughs) Right. Yeah. This is the second time we're, we're shooting this. Luckily we only caught the bug about seven seconds in. Yeah. You know, so, but it, you know, we, you touched on saying like, this is a weird time. And, and I agree. Like, this whole situation, like, if you guys are listening to this episode, like way in the future, if you're going back through the back catalog, this is happening at the time of COVID. And, mm-hmm. and we... And, or if you're living under a rock listening to this now. Right, yeah. Or if you were like Jared Leto or on like a 12-day meditation retreat and then came back to the world being destroyed. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, you know this is happening during Damn the Damn you, COVID Jared Leto, pandemic. you meditated too hard. <laughs> right? He just, you know, and that was what's really funny is that's not even a joke. Like he did that. He commented oh, no, on me like... Guys, I've been gone for 12 days. What the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but this, this, COVID, this COVID pandemic of 2020, um, you know, this, this whole situation is something that we never even thought we'd experience or, like, had even played. Like, most people, like, and I'll bring this up because Monique and I, as a joke, just started watching Doomsday Preppers on Netflix for no fucking reason other than oh, the fact of, like, let's watch other crazy people. That's almost like and, going on WebMD going like, oh, what's this uh, little bump on me? <laughs> right, you know, and it's kind of funny because the one thing about the show that they do is they always ask the people, like, well, what is it that you're prepping for? Like, and people always have like these crazy ones, like I'm waiting for the polar shift to happen, or I'm worried about uh, ag- agriculture or something. Or, and it's always these weird things that you're like, okay, that's probably not going to happen. It could happen, but probably not going to happen. But nobody has ever said, oh, I'm, pr- I, I'm preparing for a pandemic, uh, you know, a virus pandemic that goes on a killing spree. You know, this is not something we ever thought, you know, would happen. And then out of nowhere, just launched itself and there's probably know, some been, yokel that's on the freaking doomsday preppers uh editor editing floor going like you fuckers you, you said ooh, i they're never going to be a pandemic but and we're not going to put yeah. you on the show <laughs> i mean we i mean who would have even thought in the year 2020 that we would have had anything like this you know we've had so much advancement in medical technology through forever and a simple, not even a simple, I mean, for lack of a better term, a simple virus is, you know, Wiping shutting things. down the world and economy. Yeah. You know, shutting down the world. And it's crazy. And it's not something I ever thought we'd see. You oh, know, no. I thought that, it, you know, I thought the end of the world was going to be some sort of, some sort of like crazy apocalypse situation, not everybody in their slippers watching Netflix, well, you know, but it's, before we were fall completely down that rabbit hole and really start, uh, uh, I I would say overthinking, knowing that that's the bread and butter of this podcast right. is overthinking. Yeah, like why not? Let's jump into the two sides of the coin that's our lives right now. Like, yeah, how's your life been since uh, the shit has hit the fan? <laughs> I mean, this I am in this weird amalgamation of what's going on because on the one side i am an essential worker i work for a utility company a public utility company um so i am still working i am i am doing everything but i don't have to go into the office because the whole reason i even got this job to begin with was to set up this company to be a more modern company because originally when i came in this company was like a 90s company everything was paper everybody came in and paid their payments in person or mailed in a paper check like nothing was electronic at all and so when i got brought into this utility company like i 
modernized it and I made it, you know, a pretty, I would still say it's a relatively old company because I haven't gotten everything done. Um, but I, I took this company that was essentially pen and paper and put it on the computer. And then this virus hit, which is fine for us because I made us be able to work remote. I got us on new programs. I got everything going that we can essentially work remote. And we are. Myself and, and, and the, uh, the office administrator are the only two people in the office, but we have people coming in. So we shut down the office for safety, but we're still working remote. So on the one hand, I'm working, but I'm never leaving home unless it's for supplies. You know, so, so I have that, like, I'm still doing stuff, but I'm not leaving anywhere except for like groceries or medications or, or, you know, shit like that. Um, but you are on a completely different side of that coin. Yeah. I'm working in a fucking Petri dish. Um, for this episode, I'm going to probably try to keep it, uh, tight lipped on where I work. If you go in the back episodes, you, you know, where I work, you, you'd hit it right on the mark if you can guess right now. But, um, yeah, I work retail and we're, we're essential. We, I work at a place that has a supermarket and everything. And at first it took a while, like we had our lines and everything, but finally it seemed like people were kind of getting used to what's going on, not <laughs> being nuts about toilet paper and all that stuff. But more and more lately, like we're still working, we're still fully open where we have abbreviated hours now and everything. But holy crap, people are, it's almost like they don't care what's going on because as you're hearing this recording, you're hearing this recording later in like a week or two, but we recorded on Easter. Today is Easter. Last night, we closed the store at 9 p.m. We still had a line from the front lanes all the way back to electronics after 9 and people were still roaming around trying to shop. And we were like, hey, yeah, we're closed if you notice the lights being off. And, and see, what's, what's, weird about, what's weird about that is I think, I think people it's – sort of, it's, it's sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing with people. Is like the more that they go out, the more that they feel they're not going to get sick. So in turn, they'll just go out more, you know, and people are also thinking like, oh, well – if it's okay, if I go out, as long as 10 other people are staying home, I should be fine. When that's not the case, we are staying home so we don't contract it, so we don't give it to other people. Oh, yeah. The if staying anybody, home order, go ahead. Uh, if anybody had that idea last night, because it was literally like Black Friday lines going. Oof, yeah. I was like in shock. I, like, I had my mask on and everything. So I hopefully somebody thought it was somebody else saying it, but I, I audibly was like, motherfucker. Jeez. See, I went out today because, because unfortunately with my situation, uh, we are not financially able to also spatially, we are not able to stock up the house for longer than about a week. Yeah. You know, um, cause we, you know, live in an apartment and, you know, you can't doomsday prep in like a two bedroom apartment, you know? So, so I'm still having to go out you know, but I don't go out unless I have to go out now, you know, there's not, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not leaving the house. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, I want to go walk around and see what I can find window shop. Right. I never window shopped when I could go outside. Now yeah. I'm not definitely not window shopping. Well, but you're today, in the same boat as me. It's more like if it was still possible, like I'm going to the movies, I miss the theater. Yeah. See, I, I, I only go out when I need it, but what this whole situation today really kind of upset me a little bit. And I went to, 
I went, I went to a very big, you know, uh, store, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say the name, um, but I went to a very, do big I work for these people? <laughs> no, you don't work for these people. Ah, uh, you know? Phil works for so, these people. Yes. Phil works for these people. <laughs> so I went to this big corporate store and you know, it was, it was okay. I mean, people were kind of, there was a lot of people, which was weird. I thought I was like, wow. Okay. Like it's super weird. There's a lot of people, you know, and I went and got, you know, my, my supply. I didn't buy anything unessential. Everything I bought was an essential item. I didn't put a movie in my cart or a magazine or whatever. Like literally I bought food, diapers, baby cups, and, and that was it. And so I go to this checkout line and I picked one that was kind of short. I was like, cool. Okay. There's only a couple people in this one. They don't really have that full of carts. This woman caused our lane to be shut down for 10 minutes because of non-essential items that she was arguing the price about the biggest one being beer. She was arguing about the price of her beer and our lane got shut down because the cashier didn't know what to do. And she had to wait for a front of line cashier person. And I'm thinking in my head, like this is a non-essential item. Like this is a, you don't need, oh, you don't need beer. You know, if, if, if you're holding up people who you, one, you're putting us in danger because now we're all crowded up on this cash register because we can't go anywhere, yeah. you know? And two, you know, we're, we, we're all here for essential shit and you're arguing about a t-shirt and beer, God. you know? And I was just like, and I just, it makes me laugh. And it doesn't make me laugh. It makes me sad and upset really. But when I go out to go get supplies and I see these people with these carts full of unessential items, you know, and I'm like, you're not, you're only supposed to be shopping for essential items, you know? Well, it, it makes you, get, it gives you that laugh of like, what the fuck kind of laugh, like you fucker. But yeah, also like, too, I can't believe it, this is happening. It kind of falls under to the whole one person's definition of essential is completely opposite of essential because we're unfortunately luckily we're not to that point yet where it's like if you're coming in for something minus essentials go because yeah. it in my case my state and everything where i'm at work wise like yeah. i think it was about two weeks ago we had the buy two get one for free video game thing going okay. on and it was a madhouse we still get multiple and i mean multiple calls for nintendo switches like literally I would get a call, I'd get out of 10 calls, eight of them would be for the Nintendo Switch. The ninth one would be for Animal Crossing. And then the 10th one would be for PlayStation 4. See, and that's what, see, this is, this is what's happened. This is the counterbalance of what is happening is now all these people are staying home and all these people are at home and they're looking for stuff to do at home because their homes weren't set up for a long time staying. Oh yeah. See, my my thing is is I am completely set up and I have been at home completely set up to stay inside for long periods of time because in case you can't tell by my complexion when you see pictures of me I don't go outside you know well, I am not like we said before we we are social distancing all stars yeah yeah I've been practicing social distancing since I was twelve years old yeah. you know so but I I had my house and even when this whole thing started going and it wasn't we hadn't completely got to that stay at home order yet. I got an idea. I told him, I told my wife, I said, look, 
let's start picking up things that aren't essential right now, like electronics or things like that, that we can have in the house to keep us entertained for when the stay at home order does happen. You know, we're, we're good. And she kind of scoffed at it a little bit in the beginning, but she understood after I said it a couple of times and she said, I don't think we're going to get to that point. And then we did, and we had everything we need. We have all of our entertainment stuff and things for the kids and things like that. Like we're all set up, you know, and I, but now people, people have been staying home for a week or two and are bored of Netflix and bored of Amazon prime video. They watched Tiger King so many times. God, I know, man. Then talk about a show that has some legs. Jeez. I fucking refuse to watch it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've, I've, I mean, it's, I watched it. It's a good show. It's crazy. I think the thing about it is just like how crazy it is that, all of these things happen to these two people. Like that's what's insane about the show. But if, if oh yeah, I'm not discrediting week. that. It like I don't know. Like my fine line of like craziness is jackass. When it gets to people being killed and possibly fed to tigers, yeah, it's like you know what? I'm good. Yeah, it's just you know I watched it once and I joke about it and I like the memes that come out about it and stuff like that. But it doesn't have rewatchability. I'm never gonna watch it again. Oh yeah, you know. No, I, I give credit uh, to the memes and everybody, just the memes in general for all this crap. Right? Yeah, that was what that was a joke I made with you, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and um, just before the stay-at-home order happened, you had sent me a meme about the coronavirus or COVID or whatever you want to refer to it as, um, and I joked with you. I was like, "Dude, I was like, leave it to this generation to make memes about a world pandemic." thing i was like do you think and i don't think a bard in 1600 was singing songs about the black plague as a comedy oh yeah (laughs) well that's the that's the good thing like humor has survived luckily like uh this past weekend we got a saturday night live episode from home like all the performers and everything and then also too uh even with the people that have been joking like off and on like even like messed up jokes or like the memes and stuff you've seen people pop in with other memes going like, if you have an issue with my sense of humor during this time, realize this is my defense. Yeah. Yeah. I see. It's either this or I'm in a fetal position in the bathtub crying it with some urine. Yeah. And like I, like I said, you know, a couple weeks ago on Facebook, like I'm all for sardonic humor and I'm all for making fun of like bad situations. You know, I'm the guy that'll make a joke at a funeral, you know, like, but, you know, it's it's when those jokes start straying into, like, insulting, like, purposefully trying to hurt people that I kind of draw my line, Yeah, you know, a little bit. But we, I almost want to know, like, I almost, I, like, I almost want to use this episode right now as a benchmark part and then listen, like, listen to this episode. And then when this whole stay-at-home order stuff's been lifted and things are going better and the economy's back on track, I want to, like, calculate how long it took because – we're getting mixed reports all the time about how long things are going to be closed. Oh, you know, yeah. People were saying, you know, oh, it's going to be till the end of March. Oh, we're looking at mid-April. Now we're at the end of April. Now schools in L.A. County, I don't know how it is in San Bernardino County, because they haven't announced it, but L.A. County has shut schools down for the rest of the academic year. Up here, you know, in the high desert, they're all shut down for the rest of the year. Yeah, see, and that's crazy. It's like, that's, that's a couple months. So, like... Right. My niece Where, and nephew, my niece has her Chromebook going for her school work and my yeah. nephew has packets that they have been working on. Yeah, see my my son being in a special needs pre-K doesn't really have a set lesson 
Um, they sent us letters saying that our teach his teacher was going to get in a hold of us and we haven't heard anything. Not like we care though. It's not like uh, we're expecting the school to provide for him. Like he's, you know, he's in an autistic pre-K program. Pretty much all he's doing is like fun, crafty things, which we can do with him at home. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's the, the biggest thing with him is he's been so cooped up in the house the last couple of days and you know, that he's starting to, he's starting to get bored. You know, and I feel bad. I wish I could pass my introvertedness to him and be like, no, dude, you don't need to go outside. Just stay here. Sun bad, you know, but no, he, <laughs> he wants to get outside. Have you guys gone on any drives or anything or well, figured we, out different outs? Yeah, like last weekend we, we did do a drive. Um, and, I mean, that was, that was fine and entertaining, but, you know, it's, it wasn't. It, it only goes you know, so far. It, yeah, and it didn't do much for him, you know, but my – my wife figured out a place to go to take him. Um, there's an area on the way towards my parents' house that is, there's, there's this bike park that's used for like BMX racing um, out here. Um, but behind it as an actual park, but there's no, but, the, but even further back from the park is even more park, you know, but there's also like a wash, you know, and things. So she and her sister with her kid and Will all went there and they couldn't see the playground equipment, so the kids didn't want to go play on the playground. And they just played with them out in the back of this park where there was, like, nobody around, you know, and it was outside and stuff. And they were playing in the water and in the dirt and f- bubbles and all this That's cool. kid shit. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit out of the way. It takes, you know, it, it's like a 20-minute drive to make it all happen. But, you know, they were there for a couple hours, and he had a blast, so... You know, she's going to try to keep that as a place to take them and stuff like that. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're wondering about getting, you know, some sort of a small jungle gym into the little backyard that we have, you know, well, no, really cool. just kind of a cement slab, you hey, know, but whatever does it like I've been playing uh Marvel Lego with my nephew and we practically have the game beat. We just need one more item to unlock Deadpool. Wow. Yeah. We've been playing a lot. <laughs> see now that that's that's the question i want to ask you and yeah. and because you a lot of besides this podcast stuff that you that we do i uh besides the podcast a lot of your your outs and your 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 things for comfort are outside With of the poof. house yeah yeah so what so what are you doing right now to kind of like help alleviate that and like that stress you know chronic masturbation nah see um, i i suppose you could have a lot more time to explore videos you know yeah no honestly (laughs) it's been a freaking crapshoot like i'm mostly working in here and you know before like the podcast really started rolling in like how i was getting when it was just work and home work and home work and home and that's just trying to figure those outs like i'm like cleaning up my iPad a little bit so I can start getting more digital comics going on there. Start yeah. reading more. Um, I've been writing more for the site and mm-hmm. just getting stuff going there and just podcast stuff. That's about it. Like for my birthday, mm-hmm. pretty much stayed home and had Somalis for dinner and hung out with Kim and that's about it and got an amazing yeah. present. And by the way, since this is probably going to be the most audio or communication I'm going to have with you. Thank you so much for your hand in that present, dude. Oh yeah. No, no, no. You know, you know, I, I know my friends. <laughs> you, you know me well because like, this is how it went. Like, um, 
Kim gave me this silver package that was thin and everything. So I'm thinking like, is it a comic book? Is it a, is it like a comic book print or something like that? So I'm like, okay. She records me opening it. So I may or may not, if I can, I may rip the audio from that and throw it in here to see if I can do it. Because it's a pretty good reaction from me. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I bust this open and it's a freaking lobby card from the 1940s from the release of Charlie Chaplin's The Great Dictator, my all-time favorite movie. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Yep. Because it's that. It's such an amazing piece that I went online to kind of see what other ones I could get my hands on. And I'm just like, okay, I may be starting to fall down this rabbit hole as long as the money can be there. <laughs> You're talking lobby cards? Oh, yeah. Or at least the Great Dictator ones. There's a couple of them floating okay. around where I'm like, yeah, damn, these are freaking awesome. But um, yeah, see, I have, back a, to, I have a set of lobby cards from the movie Stay. Yeah, yeah, I got some from there. But go ahead, continue. But uh, back to your question, everything. It's hard. It's it's hard to figure out what to do, especially when most of my like downtime is like, oh, good, I'm going to go to the movies. Oh, I'm going to go to Universal. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And it's like, oh fuck no. It's like the world we're in right now. Like before Nowhere, I wasn't really a convention person, but now I'm. I could consider myself a convention person, but now mm. I seriously doubt we're ever going to see conventions again, to be per- perfectly honest. Yeah. If, I mean, if anything, we'll see them next year, but unless there's a, unless there's a vaccine made or a, like, or a medication that one person can take to get rid of it, honestly, like this is just going to keep cycling back and forth. Yeah. You know, it, we're going to constantly, you know, so until a vaccine or an actual cure or a a you know a oral medication that people can take like dayquil you yeah. know when they have the flu you can take something if you have covid it, oh, god it, hopefully it's know, not a suppository be... yeah <laughs> this is the only cure people <laughs> yeah put it up your butt <clears throat> and be like so be the momentary going like really on my butt but then you realize eh, lube it a little bit please okay so hypothetical yeah tomorrow morning everything is back to normal was the first thing you're going to do? Uh, I mean, what prob- would be the one thing you would do for fun? Like, what would be the one thing that you're like, I can do this now, I'm going to go do it? Like, clean slate? Like, everything is all clear? Or it's yeah. just on the news? Clean like, slate. hey, we're good. No, clean slate. Movies. Movies? Yeah, I go to the movies. That'd be the quickest way to just get that uh, release of, like, okay, we're back. Everything's back. But then, by I'd yeah. say by the end of the week, I'd be at Universal. Yeah, I was gonna say first thing I would do is be go to Hot Topic. Yeah, and then I would go to I would go to I would go to Hollywood because my wife and I were actually planning on doing a weekend in LA uh, during the spring to go visit friends out there and and stuff like that. But that's been put on hold until God knows when. Oh yeah, Kim was going to head to Mexico in a couple weeks. Oof. Yeah, that's definitely gone. Yep. Yeah. So, well, I think we've exhausted COVID at this point. Yeah, well, there's one part of it that we didn't really dip into, and we didn't really talk about it during uh, Nick's episode that much. As much as the negative has flooded around and all the downsides and everything like that, there's been a lot of, like, faith in humanity kind of reinvigorated. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Once, yeah. once that first two weeks of assholes got taken care of, of the people, you know, hoarding and upselling hand sanitizer and shit like once that first two weeks of assholes got dealt with now everything that happens is like good bro shit you know like you know like like my wife 
who has never sewn a day in her life is now hand sewing masks for people, you know, and yeah. you're and Kim is making masks and yeah. all these other people are making masks. And then I'm like, rocking this cool blue bandana. <laughs> I know you look like a bandit. You look like you're ready to rob a train. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> But yeah, definitely a lot of positive things. People checking in on everybody. I got my first butt bump yesterday. Nice. Yeah, I was helping some dude at Target, uh, found a game for him and everything. He's like, thank you, man. He kind of lifted his foot up. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, you know, I'm like, I bumped his foot. He's like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a foot bro. (laughs) I'm a foot bumper now. That sounds like a freaking porn hub. Category right. foot bro foot bumping <laughs> yeah but yeah there's been a lot of like <clears throat> celebrities like kind of stepping out of that like ooh, money 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 jumping onto live streams and everything going like fuck it i'm going to do a concert here i'm going to do this there's yeah. a lot of people like going hey you need something store i'm heading out there you don't need to be going out there tell me what you need i'll get it yeah, that's what I've been doing with my parents, you know, because my, you know, my, my dad is, you know, my dad's right at that age with senior citizens where he's susceptible yeah. and they live so far away that like, I'm saying like, hey, we're running this store. Is there anything you need? You know, and so far nothing's panned out to where we ever really needed to cross paths, but you know, it, you got to check in on everybody. Yeah. There's an easy way you could fall into just like fuck the world depression and everything like that. But it's those little moments where you can go, you know what? It is not a dumpster fire at all. Well, I think you, I think it's not necessarily that it's not a dumpster fire. I think it's one of those things about, I think it's, it's more like, fire. It's, to, like what it, it's an office yeah. uh, trash can fire. Yeah. I think you, it's more along the lines of like, it is on fire, but you're wearing a flame retardant jacket. You know, you just kind of have to like, you know, sit in the fire, but be comfortable. Yeah. Roll with punches. Yeah. And I, in all honesty, I mean, this, this is going to pan out however it's going to pan out. We know in the end it's, there's, it's going to get defeated or at least managed and the world will bounce back. It's just how long is it going to take and what's the repercussions of it going to be? Yeah, it's like the one thing I keep saying one to myself a lot when it, when that anxiety and depression really kicks my ass. But to other people too, is just it, it's it, the darkest is before the dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, you know we're gonna we're gonna see things get better. We're gonna see things get worse. We're gonna you know it it could end up hitting close to home. It could not hit close to home. It's it's all a crapshoot on what's gonna happen. But we just have to recognize. We have to find the good things and what's going on, like these people who are doing good things for other people or these celebrities who are taking, who now that they're home, they can reach out to us and do things their way, you know, and talk to do book readings, things like that. Or, you know, situations like with us, we now have this outlet again with this, with this program for us to continue to do the shows. And so now, I mean, we're still going to be here, you know, we're going to, you know, doing our thing, you know, and, and Ecto will still be here and, you know, and things like that and why we have the time, you know, things are going to, you know, things are going to, you know, evolve. You know, yeah, it's just- like I think I posted this when I I said this when I posted the Ecto episode. It's like for this, this is going to be a creative escape for us because with the uncertainty of the world and the stresses of the world, we need this. And hopefully it, to anybody listening to any of this, hopefully we're just not shouting in the void and we're helping even in a littlest way to be like, oh, these guys are goofy. <laughs> Even for a yeah, if we laugh. give 
if, if we give one person a laugh at all, then that we've done our job. Yeah. You know, so, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to end the episode on such like a, Oh, COVID is kicking our ass kind of thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I have, I have one, I have, I have one question for you about, okay. so, so it's sort of like an, end, an ending game, so to speak, but I, but I'll say it. Hey, okay. honestly, the right things are going with this and everything. We may have to dust off the end games again. Yeah, exactly. That might be, that might be a good idea. You know, yeah. give us, give us some sort of good note to go out on. Yeah. Okay. So everything for movie production has been shut down. Yeah. However, there's a lot of movies that have already been made. If you had to pick one movie that was in existence right now to go back through a studio and get re-released because now they could pay some guy to sit his house in 4K restored or whatever, uh-huh. pick a movie that you would want to see like a special edition. Like 4K like edition. For, yeah. Like deep yeah. dive on special features and everything. Yep. Yep. Just oh, like the God. end all be all of it. Well, it'd be easy to say back to the future, but they've done so many of them. And the same thing with Ghostbusters. They've done all those with everything yeah. like that. Um, hell, just looking at my shelf right now. Yeah. Um, I could say One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest would be an awesome one. A good drama. Mm-hmm. Scrooged would be amazing. Like deep dive on some special features there. Any of the Robin Williams stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it would suck not to have them there for like new material and everything, but to be able to gather people to get new uh, material, new commentary, stuff like that. Yeah. But definitely. the one thing I'm looking at right now, which I would ki- I've been killing for like a fathom event for it, but if they would do like a 4K restoration of this event because it's not a movie and it's an event, mm-hmm. and get like the B-reels going and everything, just dig through every archive they can to get every piece of material they can. I would say I would love a 4K restoration of Nirvana Unplugged. Oh, man. That would be nuts. That would be yeah. great. I mean, that's still that's still considered one of the best like live albums oh, out period. there. And it's still yeah. cool as hell that it was all covers. There's no yep. Nirvana songs that entire night. What, what, think, what would yours be? You know what's funny? This this would definitely sound like something I would say, and it be and I, I it's gonna be me saying it, so it's not a shock. But like I've always wanted a big bunch of special features for this because once it got torn apart by the critics in the box office, like the DVD release for it was really shitty and didn't have a whole lot to it. Uh, Queen of the Damned. That would be awesome. That was a great movie. I understand in context and comparatively to In View of the Vampire. Like, yeah, you know, and the movie had its flaws, but, like, it was a fucking good... For, like, a young, like, dark, macabre kid that I was, you know, and, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is my fucking jam. And, you know, and then they had Jonathan... I know. And then they had Jonathan Davis doing all the vocals and everything, which that's a whole nother fucking fiasco with the soundtrack being done by other people because, because contractually they couldn't put Jonathan Davis's audio or vocals on a CD, you know? And so I just, I would love just like a 4k transfer with like all the, all the archived footage, the B reels, a new commentary track, another uh, live performance of the, of the video of the songs by Jonathan Davis, like I, uh, I love the end. What's funny is there's a Robert Downey Jr. cameo in there that not a lot of people know about. 
Where? Yep. Okay, so the scene, the very last time we see um, Lestat's band coming out of the limo, or, no, I'm sorry, is it that? Is it, I can't remember. Okay, so basically it's a crowd of people outside of a, of a building, and Jonathan Davis is scalping tickets. So that's his cameo. If you look to the left side of the screen, you'll see a dude in a fur coat with pink hair. It's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, this wow. was pre. This is pre. I got my shit together, Robert Downey. Okay, Jr. so he may not even remember his own cameo. Yeah, so he may. Yeah, he may not remember his own cameo. But yeah, he just he has some girl on his side, and they sidle through the screen. But there's fucking RDJ just chilling in the background. That's cool. Yeah, that would be funny if they got a little scene specific commentary and got RDJ to like talk <laughs> about that. See, if he he probably literally, it, it, like you said, it's pre cleanup time, so he'd probably be like, "Oh shit, I don't remember that." Yeah, <laughs> and that'd be it. That'd be the whole thing. Right, that's my commentary. I don't remember it. <laughs> and that honestly, right there, could be a whole other episode since we're del- we're getting back into the recording wheels of this is to dive into the whole reissues because there's a lot of stuff coming out. There's a couple I, I can't remember the titles right now where I'm like, "That's getting a 4K release." Yeah, there's always those ones that you know whenever any new format comes out, they're gonna do the restorations for that format of this movie. Like, like the big tentpole movies will always get restored. But, but it's I'm talking weird. like random ass ones. Like, I don't think it's this one, but like it'd be like Can't Hardly Wait getting a 4K restoration. Can't Hardly Wait just got dropped on Netflix. I know. Ah, I love Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> I, oh no, one of my all, all-time favorite movies, man. That was my go-to commentary at APCO. Um, I was just yeah, listening to that episode of Smodcast with Seth Green and uh, Kevin Smith talking about it and everything. It, it's interesting. It it made me want to jump back and watch it again. So, so all right. Well, I think we're winding down. <laughs> I think we are winding down. I am. I am certainly winding down because of the time. So, yeah, I'm going to be we, up for another five hours probably because I'm weird. <laughs> no, yeah. Now this is about the time I start calming down before bed because I got to be up tomorrow morning. Yep, I'm actually off, and I'm going to enjoy my day off, hopefully. You enjoy your day off. Yeah, so I guess with that being said... This has been Doug. And this has been Josh. We'll see you next time. I guess. (laughs) Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. And stay safe, please. Yes.